respectfully, Miles Teller, so hot. That's all. Hello, and welcome to Editor's Note, where we play a long game of what if with our favorite and least favorite forms of media. I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Sawyer. And let's get into it. Today, we are talking about both Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. So this is a spoiler warning for both of those films if you have not seen them, because we are going to be relentless with our spoilers. All right. So as we usually do, we're probably going to start with the plot summary, and then we'll talk a little bit about characters. Since we're doing two movies, we might want to be a little bit shorter with the plot summary so that yes. we can fit both of them in. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also probably be a little bit more vague on characters. Like, we'll probably mention, like, the main, main characters of each of them. Yeah. So. yeah there's a lot of side characters. Yeah. yeah. So the original Top Gun was released in 1986. Um in association with Paramount Pictures. It was directed by Tony St- Tony Scott. And the main plot is that a naval aviator named Lieutenant Pete Maverick Mitchell is basically told that he needs to go to the naval flight school, yeah. called, which is called Top Gun. And mm-hmm. that basically teaches pilots how to um, be the best. Yeah, how to engage in aerial combat combat mm-hmm. when it's needed um, during missions. So Maverick, along with his um, co-pilot Goose, they are sent to... What? Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. They're sent to Top Gun um, to learn about how to engage in aerial combat, where they meet a host of other characters who are also trying to learn how to be you know, good at dogfighting, um, in the sky. It's also very competitive because it's, um, they're always, they're all, like, competing for the top spot because you get your name on a plaque or whatever. Yeah. Um, So there's, like, that competition aspect. I don't know. It's kind of a hard plot to describe just because there's a lot of, like, technical things that happen, like, involving, like, different types of planes and, like, training protocols. But It's a lot of visual... It's a visual movie, and it's a movie with a lot of jargon. Both are. Yeah. When they get to the base, which is, like, on an island off the coast of San Francisco... um, In the first movie. In the first movie, uh, Maverick meets a woman in a bar, and he tries to woo her over by singing her a song. Um, Hate. Yeah. uh, And they're flirting with each other and, you know, trying to... They're kind of having some fun, and he learns that she is one of the instructors at Top Gun. She's an expert in different types of planes, and the different types of planes that U.S. uh, enemies use. So she teaches all the recruits at Top Gun about the different types of planes that they'll be fighting up against. Um, And they sort of engage in a kind of on-and-off flirtation slash romance, where it's sort of sort of a secret, but kind of not. Uh, They end up, you know, kind of going on dates, kind of just hanging around each other. So as Maverick and Goose continue with their training, um, Maverick kind of showcases why his call sign is Maverick, um, because he 
does a lot of things that are definitely not above board, um, and he gets yelled at for it a lot. Um, he, in one of the um, training exercises that he does, he goes, a, it, it was either above or below, like, the allowable, like, what is it, what is it called? Oh, Speed. Yeah. He, like, no. no. He goes below the allowable, like, distance to the ground. Oh, it was yeah. Like, yeah. It was, like, 10,000 feet or something, and he went below it. Yeah, so Granted he... for a couple seconds to get the thing, but... Yeah. <laughs> so he, he kind of breaks some of the rules that Top Gun has in place to keep their pilots safe, um, and at the end of one of those, um, training exercises, he requests a flyby past the air traffic control tower and they deny it but then he does it anyway for his own amusement but it's kind of just sort of to be kind of a jerk um and so that also is like a going joke throughout the movie yeah he he does that several times because it's like kind of his thing he does the flyby even when he's not supposed to Mm -hmm. um so he kind of just sort of gets this reputation of he's a really good pilot but he is incredibly reckless but he knows that he's a really good pilot, so he does reckless things anyway. Then, about, like, halfway through the movie, they're doing another training control ex- tra- training exercise, and something happens where the plane sort of goes into, I think they call it, like, airlock? Yeah, it essentially spirals, and he couldn't get control of the plane, and then they had to eject, and the way that... Um, like, it wasn't a safe eject and goosh. Yeah, so they have to eject from the plane, but the way that the the plane is spiraling down out of the air, mm-hmm. like, the, the cover for the plane, like, doesn't get out of the way in time, so when Goose ejects from the plane with a parachute, he ends up, like, smashing his skull against the glass mm-hmm. that covers the plane, and so they land in the water off the coast of San Francisco and Goose ends up dying because of that impact with the plane. Um, They're rescued by um, the Coast Guard, but Goose dies almost instantly. Um, And so Maverick is sort of left to deal with the aftermath of that. Um, He has to approach Goose's wife and his young son, um, who are now left without their husband and their father Mm -hmm. um he's investigated to see like if the accident was his fault um but he's inevitably um cleared of any guilt but he's still sort of left with that kind of survivor's guilt of of questioning like was it my fault um and so he decides that he's just gonna leave top gun um another thing to mention is um, at the beginning of the movie, and essentially the reason why they were able to go to Top Gun is the person who was number one. I forget his name. I think it was Cooper or something like that. Cougar? Cougar. Um, he went, he, um, with, like, the altitude and stuff, there's a, you're, you can get really dizzy when you're up in the air. He essentially got psyched out because he had a picture of his, um, wife and daughter, I believe, wife and child in the plane, and he was, like, it was, like, a very intense moment of him, like, staring at it and, like, doing stuff and then like when he gets to ground he turned in his wings because he very much could have died right there because of how like blacked out he was it was very lucky that he didn't crash um into the water but it's kind of like a that was kind of foreshadowing to what had what what could have happened to him was foreshadowing to what happened to goose 
Yeah, yeah. So, so the reason why Maverick gets to go to Top Gun is because the actual top pilot in his little... Mm-hmm. In his unit turned unit in his wings. Turned in his wings, and Maverick was second in line, so him and Goose get to go to Top Gun yeah. instead of Cougar. Um, so Maverick, after Goose's death, decides that he's going to leave Top Gun um, and is his love interest... His like, call sign is Charlie. She she tries to get him to change his mind. He goes and visits the um in like the instructor of their class, who's like a really good um. He's he, a he's like a really yeah. good fighter pilot. He also flew with his dad. Yeah, and his call sign is Viper. So he goes to see Viper, and Maverick learns that Viper flew with his father who was lost in battle basically his father was also a fighter pilot and he died in the air and the official cause like the official cause of his death was like sealed by the government so maverick doesn't have any clue why his father died but he learns that viper flew with him and he learns that his death was, um, he, they were engaging in combat, and even though his ship was damaged, he decided to continue fighting anyway so that others could get out of the situation, and so, um, yeah. Maverick's dad is dead, and the reason why he flies so recklessly is because he's trying to prove something to both himself to kind of his father to and that's a conversation that goose and um uh maverick kind of have in one of the scenes where he goes and visits him after they got yelled at um and goose kind of said that he, it feels like he's flying again flying with a flying against a ghost yeah um so so there's definitely some illusions to there there's some reflections of that in top gun maverick with that situation um viper tells maverick that he's still eligible to graduate from top gun um if he wants to and so maverick ends up making the decision that he's he's gonna graduate they go to the graduation ceremony and maverick is told along with um like two other teams two other flying teams that they are being sent on a mission back um back with the navy so they have to go and put their actual flying skills that they've learned in Top Gun to use. During that ending final scene, they're sent to help in a crisis situation and provide air support to a ship that's drifted into like hostile waters. Um, And so Maverick now is flying with um, another pilot named Merlin um, and they they get into like a dogfight with enemy planes, and then Maverick ends up shooting down three planes from, you know, some other army. Um, and they basically complete the mission successfully. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a lot of like technical jargon that mm-hmm. it's it's not hard to understand when you're watching it, but like reciting it yeah. is a little bit like. Yeah. You kind of just need to see it. They return to the ship, and everybody's celebrating. Maverick kind of makes up with his, like, rival in the group, 
who's named Iceman. Um, and he kind of has, like, a a moment with Goose's dog tags where he, like, throws them in the water kind of to symbolize, like, that uh, he's kind of accepted his death, that, that Goose is gone. Um, then he goes back to the Top Gun naval base and he has a moment with his, with Charlie and they, like sing a song at a bar and then they live happily ever after whatever except not i mean they don't <laughs> so yeah that's Long that's story my short. that's my brief description of top gun number one um and i think now we can probably get into like some of the characters and the things we would change but. i mean i yeah. feel like we we have the characters kind of yeah. like maverick is reckless yeah. dad yeah. issues yeah um, Goose is a goofball, but also a family man, and Maverick's kind of instant bestie. Mm-hmm. And then Iceman is, like, almost overly cautious in flying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's sort of like Maverick and Iceman's flying together, like, mm-hmm. their styles together Yeah, is what, like, balances each other Iceman out. is Maverick's foil, because yes. Maverick's, like, super reckless in the air, but also a really good flyer, mm-hmm. and then Iceman... He's called Iceman because he doesn't... He he's, flies super cold. He doesn't make mistakes. He's very safe. Yeah. Um, honestly, after rewatching it, I really like Iceman's character because he's not, like, a jerk character. Like, I'll kind of get to this in Maverick, but um, Hangman is what, like, Iceman was, but Hangman is way more amplified. But I yeah. like Iceman better because he can admit like his he if anything isn't overly confident goose's son is who iceman is yeah because and hangman is who maverick is that's Mm -hmm. kind of like yeah if it's like flying styles then it's more that way hangman is more like maverick when he was 25 yes and uh goose's son oh my gosh i'm forgetting his rooster rooster yes Rooster is much more like Iceman in his mm-hmm. style as well. Mm-hmm. Also, we're cool. we're forgetting a character. Okay. Charlie is Maverick's love interest. Yeah, yeah. Um, her actual so. name is Penny, I think. No, her oh. name is. Pe- okay, that's the thing. <laughs> no, no. Penny, Penny from the second one is not Charlie. Oh, from the, the second first one. one is the second. Okay, I was mixing those names up. Um, yeah, yeah. What's the, what is her actual name? Charlotte. Charlotte Blackwood is and Maverick's love a interest. For Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Char- Charlie is her Which, call sign. Yeah. yeah. It kind of sucks because everyone else gets cool bird or like machinery names, and theirs is just like, that's a typical nickname for Charlotte. Yeah. Society. How do you feel about that, Charlie? I feel not great. <laughs> um, I would never date one of my students. Um, moving to changes. Moving to changes. We don't like it. <laughs> that's probably like the one thing she yeah. could have just been one of his like yeah. comrades or like um no. just one year above him in schooling or something that's you know? literally what i was thinking like instead of this is another thing there is like no other girls in like granted it's like the 1980s but they did the same thing in 2022 i mean there was one girl but yeah no that's what i mean there's three girls yeah. And also, it doesn't fit the Bechdel test. Yeah. Because the daughters only talk about men. 
Mm-hmm. Like the daughter and mom. Okay, but anyways, we're we're moving. We're moving, but yeah. that's like our first change. What are your prizes, Jordan? Sorry. Um, like Sawyer said, I appreciate that there's not there's not really a villain in Top Gun. Yeah. Like Iceman is sort of supposed to be like an instigator and obviously Maverick's foil, but like nothing literally nothing he says is like incorrect. His whole thing is that, like, he thinks that Maverick is a dangerous flyer. Like, he does mm-hmm. not wait, like the way that Maverick flies. And he's right. Yeah. He's not wrong. He is a dangerous flyer. Mm-hmm. And so the whole conflict of the film is less of, like, oh, I have to prove, like, I have to prove this specific guy wrong. I have to prove this admiral or my my fellow pilot wrong. It's sort of, like, proving... It's, like, just sort of a struggle mm-hmm. within Maverick himself. It's sort of, like, a man versus man situation rather than, like, a whole... It, maybe it's a little bit, like, man versus society, society but... Yeah. It's more man versus self. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah. But, yeah. Man versus grief. Man mm-hmm. versus... Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, like, impulse? Like... To be impulsive. Yeah. Like, he has that, that... Like, those are his two internal struggles. is like, grief I mean, and, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's also kind of, expect- like, man versus expectation, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, literally, like, right after he dies, um, I forget what his name is, but the dude, con- like, the, the general guy um, comes up, and he's essentially like, it happens, get over it. Yeah, Viper comes <laughs> With more words. Maverick, comes to Maverick and is like, hey, this happens, like, you mm-hmm. can't, you can't let it get you down too much. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of immediately tries to keep sending Maverick up into the air to complete his training, mm-hmm. but Maverick is very clearly not ready, and so he sort of yeah. kind of starts to hesitate in mm-hmm. the air, which is, like, very uncharacteristic for him. Mm-hmm. And then he actually, like, lashes out on um, the person who was, like, a stand-in for Goose, which, honestly, I would have, too, because he was being a jerk, but... Yeah. I, I do like the fact that it does show both sides of that argument, because it, it sucks because it's not just, like... This is someone that you kind of flown with, but you don't really know, because he's, like, seen, like, this doesn't just affect, like, oh, someone's dad. Now there's a family without a father. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's, like, hung out with this, like, little kid, and now he has to tell that kid, I'm so sorry, I couldn't mm-hmm. save your dad. And so, but I also appreciate, I mean, it's, it's horrible, but that's the reality that people die and grieve at your own time. Mm-hmm. And I like that that that's also a part of it, is that Maverick was like, I'm not over it. Let me grieve the way I need to grieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Next good thing. <laughs> um, I, in this movie specifically, I like, I love the, like, playful banter that happens between the pilots. Mm-hmm. It's one of the big things that makes the film so iconic, and it's one of its best features, in my opinion. Like, just kind of the goofball scenes, like, where they're all just talking to each other and kind of, like, being funny. Um, like, when Ma- when Maverick goes inverted on that other guy. Yeah. Or, like, in like the, the bar. the first time. Yeah. Like, in the bar, when they're, you know, they're all just kind of goofing off, like, in the locker rooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they're cracking jokes. Playing I think ball that... Ball. Yeah. <laughs> when, when people remember Top Gun, like, they always remember those kind of, like, funny... Mm-hmm. Those funny things that happen in the movie. Or the fighting, honestly. Because, yeah. like, for the time, like, it makes sense why it was such, like, a beloved and, like, big movie. Um, because it was 
like for the time, like that type of filming was like unforeseen. And the fact that we like technology was advanced enough that the cameras were actually in the cockpit for the 20 for um the new one is like wow. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. So I just think the <laughs> the dialogue like brings a lot of youthful energy and like adds a very distinctive 80s feel mm-hmm. to it. And obviously there's some like little throwaway lines that they add that are like kind of gimmicky and kind of cheesy, but like it, it it's a movie that kind of knows what it is. It's, you know, yeah. it's like I agree. Self-aware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It knows what it is, and you can tell that the pilots definitely had fun with it. Yeah. Um, the second thing that I like, or the third thing that I like, that I don't know if anybody will agree with me on this, but I kind of like how Maverick is, like, kind of a goofball. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think they intended for him to be perceived that way. But when I was rewatching the film, there were things that he did that I was definitely like, like they were definitely kind of dorky. Like <laughs> the whole singing to a girl in a bar thing to like mm-hmm. get her to like st- get her to like have a drink with him. The whole like riding his motorcycle next to the next to the plane and then like pumping his fist <laughs> when it like takes off just reminded me of like a, a kind of a kid who like really loves planes mm-hmm. and like you know like singing with his best friend goodness gracious great balls of fire that whole thing in the bar like it he's just kind of like he's kind of silly and mm-hmm. he's supposed to like, I think they wrote him, like, obviously he has moments where he's, like, he's a hotshot. He's kind of a tomcat. He, <laughs> he's cool. But mm-hmm. to me, like, he kind of came off as, like, a dorky, like, 25-year-old who's, like, trying to do a cool guy impression. Like, he's doing a good cool guy impression, <laughs> but yeah. he's also kind yeah. of a dork. Yeah. Yeah, he was that guy in, like, in elementary school that knew every fact about all of these planes and, like, was kind of made fun of. And yeah. now, yeah. Like, and now mm-hmm. he's like, I'm a pilot. So, yeah. so I kind of, yeah. I just yeah. kind of appreciated that. Like, I don't yeah. think obviously, I, I really do not think that that's how they meant for him to come off. But like, seeing it now in like modern context, mm-hmm. like it's just a little bit funny how his character has changed. Mm-hmm. And then my last thing is like, um, the production for this movie is obviously very impressive. Like Sawyer said. Um, I have some facts about the general, like, production, um, sort of what went into that, that I got from, like, the Top Gun fandom wiki. Um, Paramount, which was the main production company for this movie, paid as much as 7800 US dollars per hour for fuel and other operating costs of the aircraft they were using for whenever they were being flown outside of their normal duties. And today, that equivalent is $18,500. So they paid a lot of money to make this film. And we wonder why movie budgets are so so big. <laughs> yeah. Um, during... Adding on to that, during one particular filming sequence, the ship's commanding officer changed the ship's course, which changed the light um, of the which changed the light. And so Tony Scott asked if they could continue back on their previous course. And he was informed by the commander that it cost 25,000 us dollars equivalent to $59,000 today to turn the ship and continue on course. And so he wrote a check 
to the carrier's <laughs> captain for $25,000 so that the ship could be turned yeah, and no then continue might, shooting. Oh my no God. one is allowed to mess with lighting. I mean, yeah. yeah. And it was to continue shooting for another five minutes. Oh my five God. Five minutes cost $25,000 in That's that movie. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Um, so the air-to-air shots were filmed using a Learjet, which is a piece of, like, equipment, piloted by Astrovision inventor and legendary pilot Clay Lacey. Um, and kind of a sad fact is that his name is misspelled in the closing credits. But he's responsible, (laughs) he was responsible for, like, the flying stuff that, like, I think the the footage that you see of the planes, like, in the air, not necessarily, Mm -hmm. like, when you can see the pilots, like, faces, but when you see the planes, like, as if you are also in the air. Mm-hmm. Those are Clay Lacey's. Go off. Um, and then uh, a kind of s- sad fact, um, but something that I think is a, an important thing to address, is that um, a renowned acrobatic pilot named Art Scholl was hired to do some in-flight camera work for the film. Um, and the original script had called for a... A maneuver called a flat spin, which Shoal was to perform and then capture on camera in the aircraft. Um, and when they were filming it, the aircraft was observed to spin through its recovery altitude, um, at which time Shoal radioed that, I have a problem, I have a real problem. And he was unable to recover from the spin, and he crashed his um, his plane into the Pacific o- Ocean off of Southern California. Um, and neither his body nor the aircraft were recovered um, and so it leaves the cause of the accident as unknown. But the film is dedicated to him. Um, if you watch to the end credit, I think you can see his name on the dedication. Um, and I just thought it was maybe important to just address that, like, just stunt the- people, yeah. stunt people for this film, specifically in other films where they have to do um crazy things such as this like mm-hmm. they play a really important role um yeah. and it was just a they make these movies possible yeah mm-hmm. so i i just thought it would be good to acknowledge mm-hmm. his yeah. work yeah that's it for my good things about top gun there are other smaller things that i liked but those were like my big things yeah. mm. i just liked how playful the movie is overall like yeah it's it's like a fun it's a very like feel good watch i so my mom when this came out she would watch this once it came out on like vs vhs yeah um she would watch it every single day after school um and so (laughs) and i watched like the maverick with both my parents like we went to the theaters and stuff and she was like she knew what dialogue was taken from the original and put in because she'd seen it so many times that she'd memorized the whole script. And 20, 25-ish years later, she still knows, like, every single word of that movie, which is crazy. But I think that's a part of it, is that it's just so... Like, it has a lot of, like, sad moments, but it's also so playful that that's why so many people watched it, which is so it's, like, it's happy, but it's also, like, emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good balance. Yeah. It just means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. This movie, I, I mean, probably, I, I think I could say changed mm-hmm. the, f- I don't want to say like fandom, but just like the passion around movies. Like mm-hmm. this was like, 
huge. Yeah. And huge in a way that, like, is, like, the Marvel, how Marvel fans act. But it was, Mm -hmm. like, way before this, way before the internet. And people were just connecting because everyone had seen this movie all, like, constantly. And so it was, like, you could just talk about it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. When my parents talk about it, they were just, like, it was just this, you, you would have to experience how, how, like, what a moment this was. And it wasn't just when it was released, but just after it like it was still a moment years after it was made this may or may not be true but i heard that at the original showings of the film they had like a navy recruiter there at like outside the theater because like so many people like were like that's it i'm joining the navy because they saw top gun which again may or may not be true that might happen with this one honestly not like the navy recruiter but i feel like it's definitely gonna recruit people Maybe. Modern prop- modern war propaganda film, my friends. That's, yeah. an, that's a great example of what these movies are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, half, that's all that I have for um, the original Top Gun. I have mm-hmm. changes that I would make, but I kind of wanted to talk about the changes for both films at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So do we yeah. maybe want to talk about... Um, let's get into Maverick. Yes. Which let's... definitely has a shorter synopsis, because I think it mm-hmm. definitely takes place in... One place, kind of one time, you Mm -hmm. know, it's much more condensed than the first one seems. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. But. Maverick goes back to Top Gun, and this time he's an instructor. Guess what? Goose's son is now a fighter pilot, and Maverick has to teach him, even though he still feels guilt about what happened to to Goose. Um, To add on to that, Maverick also um, had previous... uh, History with Rooster in yes. that he pulled Rooster's application to, like, flight school or to the Naval Academy mm-hmm. from the records because mm-hmm. he, because Rooster's mom didn't want him flying after it, what happened to her It was her, her dying wish. Yeah, her dying yeah. wish was to keep Rooster from also dying the way mm-hmm. that his father did. And that set him back, that set Rooster's career back four years. Yeah, so he somehow finds out about this and he... It hates Maverick for it, um, yeah. basically. Um, but the thing with the mission is that uh, the mission that they're trying to do is basically blow up this like uranium storage facility in yeah. some undescribed country. Yeah. Um, and the course to get there is like really, really difficult. They're gonna have to fly super, super low, and then they're gonna have to make like super steep ascents and descents over this like valley Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and there's like a huge risk that they're gonna die and there's like a three minute time limit that they get to do this and they also it was two minutes and 30 seconds yeah (laughs) and they also it's sort of like a like death star scenario where they have to like shoot directly into like this very specific spot in the like uranium facility or else it it's mm-hmm. the entire thing fails. And so it's like every single like pressure that could possibly be applied to this scenario is is being there. applied to yes. this scenario and mm-hmm. they only have like 3 weeks to teach the course and it's entirely up to Maverick to teach the course or else it's going to fail. Yeah. So I mean the idea behind it being like them going in like essentially getting rid of this like 
plant is because if it blows up, it harms allies. Yeah. So it was like for an allyship thing. Yeah. The B plot for the film is that Maverick is back in touch with a former flame named Penny Benjamin. And Penny Benjamin is actually mentioned in the original Top Gun because there are a couple times when Goose's wife and Goose mention how Maverick was messing around with an admiral's daughter. The admiral's daughter is Penny Benjamin. So over the years, he's gone back a couple times to Top Gun and he's, you know, kind of had an on and off, on again, off again love affair with her. And so this time he's back and he wants to see her again. And so he goes to her bar. She owns a bar on the beach on the island that they all live at. Um, and he's kind of trying to rekindle this uh, relationship that they had. Um, so yeah, that, that kind of progresses in the sort of like very, I'll say cliche kind of, you know. Also, I kind of, I love the fact that there's, like, a bell on the, um, like, in the bar, and she's, like, the bartender. If a guy disrespects a woman, he has to pay for an entire round for the entire thing. And then he actually gets thrown out because he couldn't, he didn't have enough money. He didn't have enough enough in cash to pay. So, she's kind of a, you know, she's a business owner, and she's cool and she has a like a daughter from a former marriage um but the daughter has met maverick and they're chill and so he kind of sort of you know he he enters their lives and yeah this time he's like i need to settle down Mm -hmm. yeah he's like serious about kind of becoming like a father figure for this the girl uh, when she's not with her biological Mm -hmm. father and Mm -hmm. being there for for Penny. And so, um, that's the, that's a general that's plot. The, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the general plot. That's what You did better being concise this time. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's like pretty much the same thing as the, the first one, but like a little bit different and, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. It's um, just higher stakes. Yeah. And there's more people in it for this one. Yeah. I yeah. think the only person other than who you've mentioned, we need to talk about Bob. Can I... <laughs> Can I, that's my, that's my joy. Yes. I just, can I gush about Bob? Go, go I ahead. love Bob! <laughs> Sorry. I love Bob so much. I mean, everyone's talking about Rooster. Everyone's like, oh my god, Rooster's so hot. And he is. I love Rooster. But Bob, dang it, with those glasses. Yeah. He's so sweet. You just want to hug him and be like, I, I, out of everyone, I trust Bob with my life. If someone's going to be my co-pilot, if someone's going to be doing the plane stuff, flying. Phoenix and Bob work so well together also. Yes, I like, wanted them to kind of get together. Though also, I don't like when when there's one woman and like they're like romance. So also I'm yeah. happy. But they work well together and I really like that, you know, she respects him, he respects her. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sorry. That was just my first pleasure and I just wanted to say... We stand Bob. Yeah. <laughs> so Bob is um, this other pilot named Phoenix's. Um, they're called WSOs. So like they're, I'm just going to call them co-pilots because like I don't know what other yeah. word to say. Um, so he's in the group that's being taught about this mm-hmm. mission. Um, along with Rooster, who we've mentioned, he is 
Goose's son, and he's... How would you describe Rooster? He is, like, the ice of... Yeah, he's a little bit overly cautious, probably because of what happened to Mm -hmm. his dad. Um, But he also definitely has this, like, pent-up anger that he wants to prove Maverick wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't know why he was pulled, but he wants to prove, like, I am good enough. And Maverick pulled him because of Meg Ryan's dying wish, but also because he didn't think Rooster was ready. So it was, like, kind of both of those things. And so I think he also has this, like... Mm-hmm. He's overly cautious, but I think it's also to prove that, like, Maverick's way of flying isn't the best way of flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rooster even says that. It's just, he said, like, just because, like, there's not, he had a line where it was like, there's not one way to do this. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. Um, but, yeah. And then there's Payback and... Um, there's Chicago. Chicago? Wasn't Chicago one of the call signs? Uh, there's Coyote. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's Coyote. Those are both, like, major, minor characters. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of students yeah. that have names, but... Um, and then there's Hangman. Hangman is, base, is like, Rooster's foil. Mm-hmm. If he was, like, described as a character from the past, he would kind of be, like, the maverick of the group, just because he's, like, super confident and kind of reckless, and he got his call sign because he always leaves everybody hanging so he's called hangman um Mm. but he sort of also acts as like kind of an like antagonistic towards rooster and sort of the like well you're you're not ready to do this Mm -hmm. yeah he's Uh, definitely a bully but unlike iceman he i feel like he doesn't have like a respect that i feel like ice i feel like iceman had a respect for um maverick whereas hangman thinks he's better than everyone else hangman's like real like his struggle was Mm -hmm. to realize I kind of suck. Yeah. And I need to learn how to, like... To be a pilot isn't just to fly alone, but to, like, fly Mm -hmm. as a unit. That is a change that I would make, but we're gonna get into that later. And then the only other person I would maybe mention is um, the vice admiral that kind of is overseeing Maverick's, like, instruction of the class, Mm -hmm. whose call sign is Cyclone. And he sort of acts as, like, the... He's, like, kind of a villain. Like, they're just, like, needlessly, like, I don't believe in your ability to teach this class, um, and I hate you. Like, just kind of, (laughs) yeah. That's his character. It's played by John Hamm. Yeah. It's played by John Hamm, who I love, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then Ice is also in this movie because he's, I don't know what rank he is, but he's, like, above everyone else, and he's, like, I want Four-star admiral. Yeah. Basically, he gets Maverick out of everything. Yeah. Maverick... It's just, it's talked about constantly throughout the second film that Maverick, after Top Gun, just constantly kept on making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why he hasn't really moved up, but, like... I mean, he, there, the, he way, has... the reason he can keep flying is because of Iceman. But yeah. he yeah. can't he could have been ranks because he, of himself. No, he had opportunity to, like, that was a conversation. He had opportunity to move up in ranks, he just didn't want to. Yeah, he... It he, wasn't because he couldn't, because he didn't want to. He well, just, he also doesn't listen to people. And to be that an admiral and a general, you have to but be able to, like, follow orders. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is this is off topic, but Hangman, what I think is very funny about the actor, he always plays a pilot or an astronaut. That's, just, that's like, his typecast. He plays an astronaut in mm-hmm. Hidden Figures, and I'm just like... That's... He just has I a pilot's know, face. I knew he was recognizable from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He also like his his actorness 
like him as a person and him as like um hangman i feel like are very similar they're both are kind of cocky um i've watched some interviews with him and he just like not that he's overly confident is just very yeah his physique just is yeah i got this you know what sometimes i i wish i had that confidence Mm -hmm. it's something but also yeah okay (laughs) sorry off topic but yeah Things we like about Top Gun Maverick. Um, my first thing is that it maintains a very similar visual aesthetic to the first film without, like, while still being, like, distinctly modern and, like, utilizing Mm -hmm. those, like, visual, those film equipment and technique advancements that have been made in the 25 plus years since the first film. Um, and something that I thought made this very clear was, like, how good of a job the film did at, like, creating spatial continuity during the flight scenes and like the battle scenes um i like it was very easy to understand where all the planes were like Mm -hmm. in where they were in relation to the sky to in relation to each other and the ground um there were times in the original top gun where i was just like a little bit disoriented just because of like the way that it was filmed but you can't really fault them for that. Yeah. So they didn't have the technology to make it more continu- more continuous. Yeah, I guess. So it's it is very it is a very pretty film. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. nothing else, see it for that. It's yeah, the cinematography was probably my favorite thing about the film. It was just yeah. visually I was just like, wow. Vi- I think yeah. that's like that was my internal monologue just watching. It. I was just like well, that's cool, and that's cool, too, mm-hmm. and that, I loved yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I like some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, because they, some, like, they were actually, like, up in the planes, like, filming and stuff, and they had, like, four different cameras that were looking at them, and sometimes they would be doing their own makeup and, like, putting, like, turning on the camera. It was kind of clear that they didn't use a whole lot of, like, CGI, like, it's kind of become, like, sort of a a given nowadays for like these big action films where it's like almost the entirety of the background is just like created and built out of CGI and Mm -hmm. which is not necessarily bad but yeah it does add sort of like that it makes it a little bit harder to suspend your reality but for it for this movie Mm -hmm. the things that they did in CGI were very clean and yeah I will also say sorry I mean, we definitely sound like typical film students being like, nothing's real anymore, it's all just CGI. But another part of why it's so good that it's real is because CGI uh, workers aren't in unions. They aren't Mm -hmm. allowed to be unions, so they are allowed to be extremely underpaid. And that's why Marvel um, does a lot of CGI, is because they have the ability to basically pay these artists minimum wage for their amazing work. And so that's another part of why I think that uh, why I appreciate the stunts and the hard work that goes into making it feel real is because there are not people being exploited as much. I don't I mean, I don't know what the stunt workers are being paid or anything, but I I just know that I don't know CGI artists. If there's are. like any action I mean, and I'm sure there's some stunt workers, but I'm pretty sure the majority of the cast did their own, like, stunts yeah. in there. Well, that's I mean, part of... Yeah. yeah. And there was professional Navy fighters. Na- there was professionals, essentially, flying each of the planes, and all of them sat in the cockpit and did their stuff. But I'm very glad the producers fought to actually have, like, them actually in the planes. They spent months in those planes. But, yeah. So, 
very clean, clean film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My second thing that I appreciate about this film is that in the very beginning, when Admiral Kane, who's played by Ed Harris, um, comes in to shut down the project that Maverick is working on, he says something along the lines of, like, fighter pilots aren't needed anymore because we have drones. Like, something along those lines that sort of is, like, given, like, like drones are now a thing, so your job is becoming sort of obsolete yeah. a little bit. I immediately thought, when I saw that, that the whole movie was just going to be sort of this, like, fight against technology, like, fight against the introduction of technology. Right. And it was going to be like, well, you're wrong, because look at what we can do. <laughs> like, you're wrong. Me, me and my my crew of fighter pilots from Top Gun, we're going to prove you wrong, and we're going to do this mission better than a robot could. And I think that that would have been stupid, so I appreciate that they didn't. Do that. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked seeing a different love interest this time around. Not that I didn't... Yes. Well, I guess you guys kind of had an issue with, like, Charlie being the instructor. Yeah. But not that I didn't like Charlie, but I do think that having somebody different be the love interest sort of added, like, a nuance to the story. Yeah. And I think their personalities just went better together also. Like, I think that they just, like, meshed. They had better chemistry overall. Like, not even the fact that I just, like, don't like the dynamic of the fir- of the first romance. But I just think that they, like, work better together. Yeah. I, I think that can definitely be seen in sort of the... Because... Pen, because Charlie was, like, actively a part of, like, Top Gun, she had to have a say in the way that, like, Maverick was a pilot. And so that sort of led to that, like, that one scene in the original where he, like, rides off on his motorcycle because he's mad that she's, like, criticizing his work. Um, but then she, like, catches up to him and she's like, well, if you would let me finish, I was going to say that I can see, see some real genius in your flying technique. And then... Her, her praise of him is the whole reason why they end up having sex with each other. So that was, like, kind of... Yeah. It was, like, just... It, it, it was just a little bit, like... Because they work so closely together, like, they're obviously gonna, like, kind of have that conflict when it comes to, like, disagreements and how to do the job. So mm-hmm. because Penny is not a part of Top Gun, he can, like, talk about the work that he's doing and she can like she can have you know some input but she's not so close to it that it's like yeah she can see it kind of from all angles because her father did it so she obviously has like a bank of information but there's not a lot of conflict in the sense of like we're going into combat together Mm -hmm. yeah so there's that kind of like she's like able to kind of be escapism yeah yeah like he doesn't have to constantly be talking about planes or mm-hmm. which yeah. I think he definitely probably needed yeah. yeah I also really like just speaking of the romance I like when he's like sneaking out and <laughs> yeah. he like makes eye contact with the daughter and like at first it's funny and then she's like don't break her heart again and I was like oh like oh, like the theater went from like bursting out laughing to being everyone was like oh, okay wow um yeah. so mm-hmm. that got real real quick yeah yeah, yeah. and I kind of just like how by adding, like, a different love interest, it kind of adds, like, sort of a statement of, like, yeah, this couple from the original, 
they don't work out. Like, they yeah. do not live happily ever after. They don't get married and have three kids. They broke up at some point, but now they're moving on. And Penny and Maverick are, like, stated to have, like, an established relationship. And they keep, they obviously keep finding each other, like, throughout the course of history. Mm-hmm. And so now they have another chance with each other and we get to see it. So yeah. I kind of liked that. Um, you already mentioned this, uh, Charlie. I appreciate that Phoenix was not automatically the love interest of yeah. Rooster. Because yeah. uh, when both characters are first introduced in, like, the bar, um, that's kind of, like, where I thought it was going. Yeah. It was like, oh, it's Hangman and it's Rooster, and then there's also a woman there, so obviously the woman's gonna have to choose between the two of them. <laughs> but then they didn't do that, yeah. which I appreciate. So, I just like that Phoenix was her own person. I wish we had more time with her, but I like that they didn't have her with anyone. If it was going to be with anyone, Bob, but Mm -hmm. I'm happy that all the characters got to stand alone, and the real connection was this mission, Mm -hmm. and just looking out for each other, and there wasn't really, like, he's my brother, or, like, it was more of just, like, this is a job. Yeah. And we have to build, like, there's no foundation for this, like, community. They have to, like, actually create it Mm -hmm. through playing football. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I I appreciate that there's no background, except with Rooster and Maverick. But everyone else, it's, like, we actually have to, like, get to know each other to, like, work together. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Actually, yeah. I actually have a a slight, I'll talk about it later, but I have a slight change that kind of goes along with that. But, yeah, I agree with you. Um, And my final thing is that I appreciate that there was an explicit explanation of why Maverick does not tell Rooster that it was his mom that didn't want him to fly. He never tells Rooster that he, he pulled his, like, Naval Academy application because of his mother, and he says that, that he doesn't tell him that because he doesn't want Rooster to resent his mom the way that he resents him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so often in movies, I think that they kind of do that whole, like, I did it, I did it because some, like, I did it for the... I did it for you. <laughs> I did it for somebody else. And then it causes conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they the like the main character never explains to the other person that they're having conflict with like why they did it and so yeah. they just even though they very easily could. So they just like let the other person hate them even though there is a very simple way to get out of them hating them. But having Maverick actually say why like gives a good reason why he's not just like Hey, kid, you know how you hate me? Actually, it was your mom that wanted me to do that. So stop hating me and hate your mom instead. (laughs) Yeah. So I appreciate it. It wasn't just for Meg Ryan, but also because he was like, Rooster also just wasn't ready. Like, he he didn't want Rooster to resent Meg Ryan, but he also is like... I mean, obviously, you, you you try to follow someone's dying wish as close as possible, but he's also like, I don't want this kid to get hurt. Like, mm-hmm. overall, this kid is just not experienced enough. So, yeah. I like that he's like, I'm giving no special treatment to this kid. Now on to changes. This is changes for both the original Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. My first change... 
Um, as I mentioned before, the original Top Gun doesn't really have a villain, and so the struggle is kind of derived from Maverick feeling like he needs to prove himself as an amazing pilot um, and kind of prove to, like, kind of raced against this ghost of his father. And the ending of the movie sort of relieves this conflict by saying that Maverick... Maverick is a good pilot because he's reckless, and thus he is justified in being reckless because that makes him a good pilot. So it's kind of got that, like, circular reasoning going on. And I think that's a little bit of a cop-out to avoid kind of any actual, like, character development. And so something that I think would have been really interesting, it would be kind of making Iceman explicitly correct. And I think by kind of making Goose's death actually Maverick's fault would have been maybe would have maybe um accomplished that thing is wouldn't he have been put not that i disagree with you but would he not have been put in jail for manslaughter i don't well (laughs) i don't know about jail that's the thing like he could still be like freed of charges but he it could like actually be his fault yeah like but if it was fault would he wouldn't he be charged to them well It's a complicated situation because it was training, so you can say technology, and the audience can know it was his fault because of one little thing. Or, like, Goose is, like, slow down or something, and he doesn't, but then the machine goes crazy. So, technically, Mm -hmm. it's the machine's fault, but Goose told him, like, slow down. I don't... Like, I don't think... Doing it in that way would make sense. I don't think that he would, like, be charged with manslaughter or anything. I think that the most likely scenario, like, if if they found in the hearing that it was his fault, it's like, okay, you're... You're at a top yeah, gun. You're like, dishonor- you can't come back. You're dishonorably discharged. discharged. Yeah. yeah, that's what would have probably happened. So yeah. that's kind of hard to, like, justify with that change. So I was kind of thinking that, like, maybe it would be, like, um, so instead of, like, the accident, maybe just being completely his fault, it's, like, he does something that maybe, like, worsens the effects of the accident yeah. or, like, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you said before with, like, kind of, it's not completely his fault, but, like, the way that he was flying, like, plays into... Yeah. Like, there was something wrong with the machine, but because he pushed the machine, then the sh- machine didn't have the safety net. So there's something wrong with the safety net. Sure. Which is why it's not his fault. But... Right. It is his fault that he pushed the machine to need that safety net for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So, I just needed there to be, like, more of a change in Maverick's final behavior i need like i wanted him to understand more explicitly that like the way that he is flying there is some like there is an actual danger to it and there were actual consequences that could arise from the way that he was flying to piggyback off that i kind of wish that maybe had a moment like they did in the second one where rooster is like being too careful and he's like he has to have a moment where he's like i just need to shut off my brain and fly and but if Maverick had the reverse of that, where he's going too hard and it's actually waiting a little bit or slowing down that saves him from something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to have that moment where it's like, there's moments where you need to be reckless and turn off your brain, but there's also moments where you, you look at the safety guide and you listen to the speedometer and you're like, okay, I'm, I, I can't not yeah. think all the time because this is a dangerous machine and there's lives at stake. Yeah. Because I'm a part of a team. And a lot of money. <laughs> and a lot of money. Yeah. But yeah. Balance is Balance. what I wanted more of. Yeah. Balance Instead of just being like, well, he can be reckless because he's good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in no other situation is that 
ever true. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. Branching off of that, I kind of wanted um, Goose's death scene to be a little bit longer. Um, like the accident happens and it's very quickly apparent that Goose is dead. Um, but then the film sort of just like very quickly jumps into the aftermath of his death instead of focusing like on his actual death. And so I think an, like it maybe an extra minute, maybe an extra 30 seconds of like Maverick having to swim to reach his body and him like trying to struggle like with the parachutes that are kind of like pulling them down in the water, like trying to get him like, like maybe he's not like, did completely dead on impact but like trying to like revive him like the best he can yeah. just sort of like the 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 struggle and the realization of like oh my co-pilot's dead yeah. and she's mm-hmm. dead maybe because of me so just a little bit more of a focus on that like just for an yeah. extra minute is all i would want um mm-hmm. yeah. i think they would just add extra impact and then it would yeah. be able then we can move on into yeah. the after to linger on the death because yeah. the grief is such an important role, so yeah. the death needs to have a little bit more time. Yeah, and it's just because like the grief does the way that it it is in the movie right now. It's like a little bit unceremonious because mm-hmm. it's like he, you see his head hitting the like glass pane, and then they're in the water, and his like whole face is like covered in blood, mm-hmm. but then. Like, immediately afterward, it's just, like, Maverick being saved by the Coast Guard. Yeah. And so, it's, like, this character was probably a lot of people's favorites, because he's, like, yeah. so funny. But... After rewatching it, I was like, Goose is such a good character. I'm sad he died. I understand why he died. But he was such a good character. Like, I um, wrote down, like, praises and stuff, and I literally, Goose and Ice, like, after rewatching it, I was like, these are such good characters. Yeah. Like, Definitely. I, yes. Yeah. He's just, like, funny, and he's just, like... He's a part of the joy of it. Yeah. And without Goose... Th- I mean, there's a reason that after Goose's death, it's just... Yeah. Grief, and then it's com- and then it's combat. Mm-hmm. Like, the... Even though there's still a little bit of joy, it's, like... All the fun was when Goose was there. A- yeah. 100% joy, Goose was a part of it, and without mm-hmm. him... A lot less so. I guess the other thing, at least for me and for Sawyer, the, the, she could have just been a fellow pilot or mm-hmm. a year ahead of him or, like, a month ahead of him in training. Yeah. Like, if they wanted to make her have some sort of weight when she's, like, you're not a good pilot or, like, you're being too reckless and it have weight, just make her be there a little bit longer. So she's still a student or she's still learning, but she's not over him in rank because power dynamic is weird and also the reason that they like you know have sex and it's just it's even if it's still consensual there's a power imbalance and i realize it's the 80s and that they didn't care but it's still weird and it could easily be changed it's also like both of their careers are on the line by like doing that because like they're not only just, like, essentially co-workers, but she is, like, above him in rank and in, like, Well, I will job. add that that she is a civilian. Like, she she is not in the army. She's, like, a civilian instructor from the government. She's still her t- his teacher, though. Yes, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> denying that, but, like, I'm just saying that she is, it's not, like, mm-hmm. she's his commander. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is, might just be, like, a 
big personal preference, but I just, like, teacher-student relationship just, like, not only give me the ick, but they also just, like, never work, pan out. Fair like, enough, yeah. No, I think, I think most people are, like, we've seen it, it's never really worked. It's always made people feel weird. Mm-hmm. And then it's always, like, the parent, like, if it's, like, in high school, it's always, like, the parent mm-hmm. or, like, a friend that's the bad guy for being like this person's like 15 years older than you and also mm. your teacher and then it's like mom you're the worst and then the mom is the worst and you're like no that mom is a nice mom she's mm-hmm. a good mom she's saving you from heartbreak and like this horrible man or woman yeah yeah i had some like small changes that i kind of want to talk about um volleyball in jeans yeah, no absolutely I, yeah. not it- the biggest conflict. Volleyball in jeans. <laughs> I was watching with my friend and we were both just like, why are they playing volleyball in jeans? Like, I love that they're playing volleyball because it's a great sport. But, like, not in jeans in San Diego or yeah. wherever yeah. they were. Like, and then he immediately goes to, it, like, Charlie's house and uh-huh. he's, like, in his sweaty freaking yeah. jeans. This annoyed me, too. He didn't give Goose a reason. I understand, like, he can't technically be dating Charlie at that point. But, like... They're so close that, like, I feel like he would have, like, given him an actual reason. And, like, yeah. the way he left was so just, like, abrupt and rude, honestly. He could just be like, I'm meeting this girl. Yeah, and then Goose would have been totally fine. He would have totally got it. a date, man. Yeah, like, he would have, like, Goose yeah. would have understood if yeah. he would have just told him. Like, that annoyed me. Also, also, <laughs> in the bar, ma- she comes out of the bathroom after Maverick, like, follows her, mm-hmm. and she's like, your friend was really good in there. To yeah. Goose. So Goose already, he <laughs> thinks they have already have had sex. Yeah. Like, he already thinks that they've, in- that they've done that. <laughs> Why engaged. does it matter if he's going over to her house? Yeah. yeah. I guess because now it's like, now they know she's a teacher. But it's like, do you really care that much? Just tell them why, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was probably pat you on the back. <laughs> that, that was that was really frustrating. I, like, yeah. wrote that under it. I was like, why why not? Also, um, I agree that singing in, like, movies and stuff is cringy, and this included. I was not a fan of the karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when it's just the friends singing, but I don't like it when it's a serenade. Yeah. I. It just felt weird because they were in a bar with a bunch of people that were going to meet in his class and like props for confidence but like I would have been not okay if I was in that situation yeah I I kind of liked like her reaction like she was just kind of like sitting there like like just like astounded (laughs) that he would do this and then just it goes like well sit down I guess since you did all of that Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of funny yeah and then she like says she has to like leave because her friend was there but then like doesn't leave and then leaves, which was kind of just, like, a writing thing that I was, like, that, that don't, don't make sense. And then, last thing, um, great soundtrack, but the Take My Breath Away was too long! They use it, like, four different times, and it's, it's, they don't ever use the actual lyrics, it's just every single time that Maverick and Charlie, like, even look at each other, it just starts with the... Da, 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 da. And it's like, <laughs> stop! <laughs> We're done. And it's like, oh my god, just do like, it already. Come on. Oh it god. literally frustrated me so much because I was like, can we not? Can we not? Because it played for, I swear, like 10 minutes, like on and off. I was like, why? 
They only had, I made a joke while I was watching this to my dad, and it was like, they only had a budget, they had a budget of four songs, and so they, like, used them over and over again. Like, the freaking, highway to the, that one, they use it multiple times, and they use Take My Breath Away multiple times. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because they spent all that money on that score, because they have, like, a really Mm -hmm. famous composer for the score part, so maybe they were like, we don't have enough money for the soundtrack. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, like, the, the ones with... The words, yeah. Yeah. The ones with the words. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It was just kind of, it was like a funny... Yeah. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, take my breath away. Yeah. Let's take it to <laughs> Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Maverick. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Go off. Yeah. Okay. Changes. Tori. Changes. I have, I think I have three. I, I have don't. two big... Well, maybe it's one big one. What is your one big one? Um. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a goose. I am goose. I am goose. My name is Charlie, but I am goose. Miles was actually allowed to like pick the name of his pick his call sign, and he picked goose because he was like, "Oh, it's in the family." Like that's like the reason. That. Hangman also got to pick his, and it was, um, he went and stayed with some, like, originally it was, like, like, Mind Slayer or something like that. Not Mind Slayer. That's Stranger Things. It was something that was more of, like, an Air Force name, mm-hmm. um, and he went and stayed with some Navy SEALs, and they, he was trying to figure out, like, what, like, the call sign, like, was, and it, he ended up with Hangman. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Jordan, your big change is... Speaking of Hangman, <laughs> I think Hangman is a dumb character. Um, I think that if you're going to have a character that's, like, arrogant and antagonistic, there needs to be a reason why they act like that. They can't just act like that because they can. And I just did not see any... I didn't see any reason given for why Hangman acts like that. Um, Obviously, he thinks he's a hotshot, but there's no other layer that makes him worthy of acting the way he does. Mm-hmm. The reason why Iceman works in the original film was, and he why he was a successful foil to Maverick, is because he's a really good, like, he is a really good pilot. He's, like, mm-hmm. the top of their class. And so his flying style clashes with Maverick's, and he fundamentally disapproves of the way that Maverick flies. Hangman is a jerk to Rooster because... Why? Toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't have the clout that Ice Man accumulates yeah. in the original film mm-hmm. because it's explained that he's called Hangman because he's always leaving his yeah. wingman's no hanging. No respects him. Yeah. yeah. And so he's literally just, like, bad at He's just pilot. a jerk. Like, he yeah. can... Like, he, maybe he can fly fancy... Mm-hmm. He could do a bunch of stunts, but, like, if you're not working in that unit that you need to have to accomplish the mission, then you're yeah. just being a bad pilot. If no one trusts you, then mm-hmm. you're a bad pilot. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I'm annoyed that he was the one that saved them at the end, technically. Like, he's the one that, like, got that, um, blew but it was, up the it other was plane. was a learning thing. I, I mean, I think it's a part of his arc that he would have to do something for everyone. Yeah. To, like, save them. Mm-hmm. But I definitely... I just wish, I wish was, there's more of a lead-up. Yeah. I, I more wish it that it was not, instead of Hangman, it was Phoenix and Bob that saved. No, I agree. I think that would have been better. That would have been cute. Yeah. But, because then Bob could be like, hey. Hey. 
hey, he'd be like, I'm so glad you're alive. Do you need help or, like, a good therapist? I got one for you. He would, though. He would, though. And he would give them chocolate. That actor needs... To be in more things. I yeah. saw him behind the scenes, some of the behind the scenes stuff, and it was, he was just, he's mm-hmm. cracking jokes. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Okay, fun. sorry, continue with your... You're fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Hangman is not ever shown to, like, be significantly better than Rooster, like, at the training courses, because it's shown that Rooster is the only, is the only pilot in the group that is able to complete the training course, like, successfully, even if it was, like, out of the, out of the range that they have to do the actual thing. Mm -hmm. And so, it's like, you can't, but you also can't say that he acts like that because he's jealous of Rooster, because he doesn't think that Rooster is a good pilot. He yeah. thinks that Rooster isn't ready to do the mission. Mm-hmm. So he basically just acts the way he does for no reason. Like, he's he's just cocky. antagonistic yeah. for no reason. Mm-hmm. So what I would have changed... Here's what I would have done if I was rewriting the script. I would have written Hangman and Rooster to be old friends... And old co-pilots. Like, maybe they flew Ooh. together in the academy. Maybe they flew together on previous missions. Um, and they used to fly really, really well together. But they now hate each other for some reason. Yeah. Some falling out. Yeah. I like that. Because of their past history, I would have made Hangman the only person who knows about the history between Rooster and Goose that happens. Yeah. Um... And I would have made Hangman and Rooster's skill levels more comparable, so they're constantly, like, kind of rivals with each other and trying to fight for that top position in the actual mission that they do. Mm-hmm. And so I would have made it that anytime Rooster starts to look like more of the choice to be that leader, Hangman starts to feel like it's Maverick showing favoritism. Yeah. Mm. Um... So instead of finding out about Goose from a photo, Hangman would have known from the start, and he only chooses to bring up this past history and reveal it to everybody when that the whole class is like really feeling the time pressure and they aren't working well together. He brings it up to like accuse Maverick of playing favorites with Rooster and to turn the whole class against the two of them. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't change anything about the way that Rooster feels about Maverick. I would still keep that kind of yeah. da- dynamic that they have with each other, but yeah. I would try to make it a bit clearer that Maverick still has a lot of survivor's guilt about what happened, which I think is is evident, but yeah. I would maybe, like, make it, like, he kind of thinks that it, like, he thinks that Goose's death is his fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in some part, to kind of go along with what we talked about in the first film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would add a scene somewhere at the end of the second act, maybe, like, right before they have to get in their jets to actually start the mission. Um, Rooster is still, like, the leader. Hangman is maybe either one of, like, the wingmans in the mission, or he's still in that sort of, like, backup position that he's in in the original. Um, And I would have had the scene where it's just Rooster and Hangman, and they are sort of, like, forced to talk to each other about Mm. what happened with their friendship and why it ended, and how things could have been different. Um, And so when they actually have to go get ready to potentially die in this mission that they're doing, they kind of both feel like this lingering feeling of, like, this rivalry is stupid. Yeah. We used Mm -hmm. to be friends. Why are we acting like this? Yeah. Um, And so then 
I think this these changes would allow for Hangman and Rooster's like reconciliation at the end of the film because they're supposed to mirror Maverick and Iceman right. like with sort of like that handshake and the smile that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be more like satisfying and make a little bit more sense instead of just it being like, hey man, good luck out there. Sorry yeah. that I brought up your dead dad in front of our <laughs> whole class. <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. So that's what I would have changed. I think, like, yeah. if you're going to go in on the forgiveness theme, like, Rooster has to forgive Maverick for their whole thing. Rooster, like, add another layer to it. Rooster yeah. has to forgive Hangman. Hangman has to forgive Rooster for whatever happened to them. Go mm-hmm. hard in on the forgiveness thing. And yeah. another thing, Maverick... Penny has to forgive Maverick for yeah. previously leaving her. I'd say go go in on the forgiveness theme yeah. if we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I agree. Yeah. So that is my big change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. I, yeah. I, I think that's probably, yeah, definitely the elephant in the room. Because I feel like yeah. all the other relationships and conflict make sense besides mm-hmm. that. So that's definitely the biggest. Yeah. I had some issues with, like, the dialogue, like, yeah. like no, writing that's things. What, that was my biggest change, is the dialogue felt clunky. Mm-hmm, and yeah. a part of it was because they were trying to take, like, a paragraph from the original script and add it into the new one. Mm-hmm. And I just wish they didn't do that. Yeah. Like, you already have the same characters. You already have basically the same plot. Let's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need it to be a recreation. It's a sequel. It's a reboot. It doesn't have to be... It's a sequel. It's not a reboot. That's what I kind of... Yeah. That's what I meant. It's, like, not... And you it doesn't have to be the same thing. Yeah. I think a lot of what, like, contributed to that kind of, like... it Like, it kind of felt a little gimmicky to me. It felt a little cheesy. Yeah. Which I know that Top Gun is. But, but this one, one felt... aware This yeah. one wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, so I think, like, if you change specifically... Root, the hangman mm-hmm. who has a lot of those like you're not ready to do this like kind of yeah. weird quips that are supposed to be you know antagonistic and ruthless but come yeah. across as just kind of like a cartoon Pathetic. bully yeah. that would like help with that mm-hmm. I agree and then just like other minor changes to like dialogue that kind of would yeah. make it because it's like, you're already doing an homage to the original yeah. film. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to do, like, dialogue homages. Yeah. Because they have, like, those visual references. Yeah. Where the, you like, have the whole thing with... You have talking about basically every character that's ever been brought up. Yeah. Like, that could possibly be brought up. You yeah. don't also need... The whole flop. Yeah. The whole driving on your motorcycle past the airstrip yeah. where the plane is taking off. Like, that is... Yeah. Even, even I, who didn't, like, I had seen Top Gun, but, like, I didn't, but it was a long time ago, and mm-hmm. I didn't have it fresh in my mind, I knew that that was, like, oh, that's probably from the original. Right. So yeah. it's, like, you don't have to have, like, the very specific quips in there right. to mm-hmm. also homage to the original. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of changes. Go ahead. Also. But mine are more logistically. Mm-hmm. Um changes so first of all top gun real place real real program it is not in california anymore it is in nevada and that is the biggest thing that it would be so easy just to be like it's in nevada because it's in like 
a lot of the shots are in like desertous areas that are just sand and rock. And as someone that has never been to Nevada, I, you could tell me that was Nevada and I'd be like, that's Nevada. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, um, they, they left it in to be like, oh my gosh, because it's like, we're, we're back here again. But it's like the program moved locations because it doesn't really make sense to be in California when there's a lot more civilians around. Yeah. So Nevada is mm-hmm. like, a, that's why they moved. Um, or at least that is what I was told. Uh, but yeah, so I think that is one, that would be really easy to change. Um, I think it would, the only thing it would impact is like Penny, like Penny yeah. being there because it's like if they've changed, if they've moved the base and she, she states that she like bought the bar off of somebody else, like yeah. depending on when the bar was bought, it, yeah. it, it like kind of messes with the B plot a little bit, but yeah. it's. She yeah. could just own a bar. Yeah. yeah. They could make it work. Yeah. yeah. She could have, like, something from the old bar be in the new bar. Like, yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, they tore it down, but it kind of kept some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my second thing I would change. What is the second thing? Oh, yeah. This is the, this is the big thing. This is the... Well, no, I have two, two other big things. Um, Tom Cruise needed to die. Like, for the storyline, it does not work. But in the story of their lives... He needed to die for Rooster because Goose kind of died for him. Slightly. I mean, I know it was an accident, so it it less impacts it. But I just... I feel like there needed to be more of a sacrifice from Maverick's side than from Rooster's side. Because Rooster's the one that went back for him. And I just... I don't know. It just... It felt like Rooster was playing like the, I'm going to take care of you like Goose did. Which I, I understand, but it's just, like, Maverick's the adult here. You know, like, Maverick's supposed to be the father figure here, so he's supposed to go after Rooster. Does that make sense? I don't know. I I, I mean, he did go after Rooster, right? Oh, wait, no, no. He was already in there. Yeah, okay. Rooster went after him. So either that, either Maverick needed to die during the mission, or he needed to die getting Rooster back, or... Rooster was the one that, like, crashed for some reason, and Maverick was the one that went back. And then you can have Hangman do that, or, you know, like, Maverick failed in getting uh, Rooster back, and so then Hangman had to come in and get that. I kind of, like, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. My only thing is that the reason why it's significant that Rooster goes back for him and that he lives is that... Rooster's decision to go back for him is is like Rooster even though Maverick. yeah yeah even though I h- kind of hate him like I'm going back for him yeah and mm-hmm. then when because he lives like they get to have that sort of like kind of yeah. reconciliation moment where it's like I told you like what were you thinking coming back here and Rooster's yeah. like mm-hmm. well you told me not to and then they yeah. like they kind of have they like make up in the middle of the the woods woods yeah and then they get to like. They get to actually fly together mm-hmm. yeah. and like, they can have a fun like makeshift father son moment. Yeah, I think yeah, I I agree, but a part of me is scared that there's gonna be a third one. I don't want there to be a third one. You know what I mean. So another part of it is I needed that chapter to close, right? Because yes, and so maybe he will die in the third one. All I'm saying is I just 
I felt like maybe for the whole story to close, for this world to close, Maverick had to die. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I need Maverick to die. Like, I need Maverick to die for Rooster. And in the story that was provided in Top Gun, which is very different than how... Or Top Gun Maverick, which is very different than how I thought going into it it was going to be. So, like, knowing the story, it it doesn't work that Maverick would sacrifice himself. But for this world to feel complete and for the story to feel complete, Maverick has to sacrifice himself. And so I just... Like, it doesn't work in this context, but it just feels incomplete because that circle of, like, sacrifice isn't. I guess I would also say, like, yes, <laughs> but also, like, maybe in my head, like, if Maverick had died, then it's sort of kind of like, well, then the cycle never stops. Like, because mm-hmm. Maverick's, di- Maverick's father died as a pilot. Right. Goose's father, or the Rooster's, Rooster's father died as a pirate pilot. His second father figure dies as a pilot. Okay, yeah. So yeah. since he doesn't die and he gets to go back to his little shed with his plane and they get to kind of sort of... It, to me, it was kind of like stating like an acceptance that of specifically Maverick that nobody has to die now like for... That's yeah. a better point. That's yeah. a good point. Like, yeah. You like, changed my mind. Yeah, like there's no more racing against ghosts. Mm-hmm. I guess okay. to bring it back to that first quote. That's like, a good. Oh. That's a great soundbite. There's no <laughs> racing against ghosts. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's how I. No, that's, also, I, I love that. And I, you've changed my mind. I love that interpretation. Thanks. That's also, a- when I was watching the movie and I thought that Maverick was gonna die, I also like I I couldn't stop thinking about. No Time to Die, the James Bond movie, um, yeah. which, spoiler alert, James Bond dies in, so I was like, so I was like, keep, I kept thinking about that, and I was like, well, that's kind of lame, they kind of mm-hmm. copied the No Time to Die ending, mm-hmm. even though they probably started filming, bef- whatever, it doesn't matter. I also just like how the end, like, I think this they did this well, like, the end of the movie, I feel like just, like, the last, like, 20 or 30 minutes just was, like, a lot of intensity, which I liked, because it was, like, I didn't think they were gonna kill him, but it's like, but they could kill him, which I was like, someone could die. Yeah, there's yeah. that fear. Like Hangman mm-hmm. could die. Yeah. Or so like I was personally at the edge of my seat. Also because like, they kept on talking, and I was like, stop it! Mm-hmm. You're you're in enemy territory. Stop talking. Stop mm-hmm. doing little jabs. Just. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no. I love. My friend can attest to the fact that I was, like, literally, like, on the edge of my seat because I was like, are they going to die? Or are they going to kill him? Will they kill him? Because they really, they really pushed it. And I will say, I do wish that it wasn't, like, I wish it would have been more of just, like, a big final thing rather than, like, three small final things, if that made sense. I don't know how they would have done it differently, so I don't really consider that, like, a full change, but, um... I don't, like, love that it was, like, they're almost gonna die, like, three different times. It was, like, two or three. Yeah, it, like, stretched a little while. Yeah, it stretched a little bit, but, yeah. I also do think that they didn't kill him because that would, like, go over their limit, I guess, because they had one person die in the first one and then one person die in the second one. Who died in the second one? Ice. I guess, yeah. Ice died in the second one. But he dies from, like... Cancer. Yeah, he yeah. didn't die because of pilot stuff. <laughs> but, that that's yeah. true. Sorry, I completely forgot Ice died. Mm-hmm. Whoa, uh, oops. Yeah, and that's what like pushes Maverick yeah. to be like, yeah. That's true. So, okay. speaking of dead people, bring 
freaking Meg Ryan back. Yeah, where's Meg Ryan in this one? Meg Ryan. Oh my. Meg Ryan, one of the best actresses ever. Why would you kill Meg Ryan? You could have the whole, like, she asked him in private, hey, don't make my son fly. That can be a conflict that, like, same thing. Same things could happen. Why would you not have Meg Ryan in this? What? Maybe she didn't want to. But why? Meg, you're amazing. Please keep acting. I, sorry. Freaking... Just, that that could have been an interesting scene where it's yeah. like she caught like even mm-hmm. if it's just like a phone call where you kind of see like her like end of yeah. the phone call like where she calls up Maverick and she's like hey you did this for me before I need you to do it again you yeah. can't send my son up there yeah or it could be like they could do it at the end where she comes into their graduation and then it's just like a hug. Yeah. No, but yeah. I, I don't have I, strong feelings about it, if I'm being honest. Well, but you're wrong. Well, the... <laughs> we do. Yeah. I'm joking. I, I, I know. know I do. understand, like, it's not needed, mm-hmm. but it was needed for me. And yeah. I feel like the idea that, because, you know, when she finds out, like, who's died, blah, 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 there's a line where she's just like, flying with you is like, the he best. Loved, like, yeah, he, he loved, loved flying, flying with, with you. you. And so she knows that, like, when Ghost was flying, he was kind of at his happiest. I mean, obviously being with his son, he was at his happiest. But, like, second to that was flying. And so I'm sure that that's how Rooster also feels. That, like, flying is, like, when he feels, like, the best. And I wish... Maybe there was an arc where she, like, comes to terms with that. Where she also kind of has to forgive Maverick. You can continue that forgiveness thing. Didn't... I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I love the idea that she calls him up, like, frantic, hearing about the mission. Like, take him out. Like, you, why why would you put him on the list? Why would you, why would you do this? I think it would also be interesting to see, like, because in the original, she's, like, super bubbly and she's, like, yeah. kind of goofy. She goes along really well with the goose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I would kind of like to see, like, did she change in any way? Like, yeah. did his death, like, change her mm-hmm. in a significant way? Like, I think that seeing that kind of character development would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, I will say yeah. they did a lot in top. They did a lot in Maverick that I think it, they would have added her. Not that I wouldn't have liked it, but I think it would just been like a lot because the movie already. Yeah, I mean, you could just take Hangman out of there. You know what I mean? I don't think that's a sub, but no, I just mean like. Also, though I did like the relationship, I didn't need a relationship B plot. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like you could have subbed that B plot for Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe like to Top Gun John Ham, yeah. Like John, Hamm, like really get, get rid of the antagonistic yeah. like admiral. That's mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't believe in you. The only reason you're here is because my boss likes you. And uh, blah, blah, blah. So, and it's just kind of he's kind of in that same group with Hangman, where it's like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be an asshole because I want to. Yeah. Uh, and it is his job. Mm-hmm. So it's like he, he genuinely doesn't think that Maverick's doing a good job. Which is fine, but it's, like, there's not really a given reason why he feels that way. If the students turned against him instead of the general, if they Mm -hmm. were, like, this just can't be done, and then that's why Maverick has to, like, do it himself. Like, the students could literally be, like, I I think this is impossible. Mm -hmm. And then you could have the exact same thing. You don't need John Hamm. I mean, the students were, or I liked that the students kind of backed Maverick. 
in it. Yeah. I did want more... like, but it could be. I did want more pushback from them, because yeah. John Hamm comes in after Maverick's been fired, and he's like, hey guys, here's how we're gonna do it now. You're gonna fly at 300 feet, and you're gonna do it in four minutes, and they're all kind of like, we're what? Gonna that die. doesn't, like... Yeah. But I wanted them to be like, no, we will die if we do that. Like, yeah. I wanted them mm-hmm. to actually... Which I know they can't, because it's the army, and he's their commander, but like... Yeah. I wanted them to kind of be like, no, it is impossible to do it that way. So then it's sort of more of like, the reason why Maverick has to do it is less of like, oh, well, he did it in the field, so let's just let him do it in the freaking actual thing. It's, Mm -hmm. It's like, the only way that the pilots think that it's possible is if Maverick is doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Go see no. Top Gun Maverick. Go see yeah, Top Gun it's Maverick. very good. And yeah. then watch a Meg Ryan movie if mm-hmm. you need your Meg Ryan fix. Mm-hmm. I would say honestly, watching them like back to back would be a fun experience. But go see it; it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's not that they need our endorsement, but yeah, <laughs> it's. Here's what I'd say: I've heard a lot of things about like oh my god, it's like a 9 out of 10. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll make you cheer. Yeah. It's a Top Gun movie. It's it's Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It... I will say, if you're hesitant to see it in theaters, I would say see it in theaters because, like, seeing it with a crowd was how they, like, intended... It was originally going to come back, ju- come out in June 2020, and then obviously COVID hit. Um, but, like, the producers and everyone and like even like the cast as town talked about it they wanted it to be a summer blockbuster where you could go see it with people in theaters and it's a diff- yeah. it's a cool experience seeing it with people like that like saw original top gun in theaters um like i was in like an audience and pretty much everyone like there was most seats were filled and it was cool hearing like a bunch of people's reactions so see it with yeah. people if you can it's but, but also yeah, it's safety a fine movie. first for yeah. COVID. But safety, but yeah. But if you are yeah. able, if you are not immune compromised, please wear masks when you go to the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, have fun. Also, just because there's a lot of tricks, so it's you get to see like all the motion mm-hmm. on a big screen easier. As they well. like built like they built cameras. They built IMAX cameras for the movie so it could be seen in theaters. Like there's a lot of like sound and audio stuff and visual stuff that was meant for the theater so it's good go see it it's, and yeah it's fine come in go see it <laughs> it's good <laughs> go see it How, that's our that's our analysis yeah it's good good. <laughs> good thumbs up smiley face and as always we truly wouldn't change a thing because then we would be out of a job thank you so much for watching bye follow us on tiktok and instagram <laughs> Bye!